What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, I have... Erin Green. What's up, Erin? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. So, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do... Yeah, let's start there. I am Erin Green. I am a CrossFit coach over at Iron Bridge CrossFit. Um, I also am their nutrition and wellness coach, too. Um, and, yeah. That's good, yeah. yeah. So, how... We'll start with CrossFit first. How did you find <laughs> CrossFit and want to become a CrossFit coach? Okay, how much time do you have? Uh, we have plenty of time. <laughs> Get into it. I have two intros to CrossFit. Okay. I started years ago and quit cold turkey and then started back uh, semi-recently. Um, so I used to be a swimmer. So as far as like I've always been into like athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you compete? Like Yeah, so okay. I, I swam for high school and I was also a USS swimmer. So like sectional cuts, you know, junior national cuts, like... I was good, but, like, not, like, TV good. Okay, sure. Was, yeah. yeah. And That's still like, good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this will get me through college. This is great. And then, like, it didn't get me through college. I was like, oh, okay, my shoulder is jacked up. I'm burnout. I don't want to do this anymore. I guess I'm relying on my brain. So that kind of morphed into getting through college, randomly finding myself at a Globo gym, getting involved in running, ironically. And if you know me, like, I don't like running. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, I feel like I, a lot of people either yeah, love running no, or hate running, severe right? Severe hatred. One or the other. The crazy thing is, though, I've done Ragnar relays. I've done half marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks, mud runs, all of it. So much running. But looking back, I'm like, like why <laughs> right so, just to do something right yeah. maybe your body was like okay we got to do Let's something try. i can't do this kind of cardio yeah. so yeah so never still at this point never touched a barbell um global gym like dumbbells and like you know machines um lots and lots of running and mud races and stuff like that and then through being at the global gym like all the time and getting to know that world um some of the trainers there were like hey we're starting this thing called CrossFit. Um, would you like to try out a free week? You know, we don't, we've never done this before. And I'm like, sure. I don't know what that means, but okay. Right. And what year was this? This was 2013. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what could go wrong? And I mean, like day one, like I died. Like, yeah. Was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Can I come back tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was like my first intro with the barbell. Like, Bambi legs to the max. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So that just was an infatuation for the rest of that year. Um, I got really good at it. I was very determined. I wouldn't describe myself as athletic. Just really, really, really determined. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the uh, yeah. the suck a little yeah, bit, right? Exactly. Like suffering. Yeah. So we just like to that suffering piece. I am with yeah, you on that. Came naturally. Yeah. But like it was me just coming 
back, like, okay, I'm going to grind. I'm going to get yeah. this, like, straight determination. Right. Um, and then I did my first open, which was 2014. Um, and by then, the management of that CrossFit program had, had changed. So the coaching kind of went down a different path. Sure. Like, not ideal in the sense of, like, the stereotypes that you hear with CrossFit of, like, throw spaghetti at the wall programming kind of mm-hmm. deal. Yep. So between, like, different programming where I was always, like, injured and was kind of losing that, you know, appeal. Mm-hmm. And then I did my first open and there was one workout. And to this day, I still have not done it. Um, it was 2014. It was a burpee thruster ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, there was no time gap. And it basically was, like, 27, 21 19 like all the way down this down ladder. by threes all the way yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awful and i i'm from florida and this crossfit gym was not indoors it was outside on turf in gainesville florida so hot af mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember doing this lot and i'm just like i turned to the coach at the time and i was like hey i'm done like i'm stopping he's like no 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 like you have to finish the workout i'm like i have to i was like is there no time i have to do anything like, i have to and he's like yeah. no no you're finishing this workout i'm like oh no Put the barbell down and it was like, those are the last. That was your cold turkey? <laughs> I was like, cold turkey, like I'm done with Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nope, I don't want to do the open. I'm not finishing this workout. I'm this out. This is not what I'm I signed done. up for. Yeah. So after that, it was back to the Global Gym. I kind of like dabbled in strongman stuff and Olympic, lymph- Olympic lifting, but like on my own. There was mm-hmm. really no like CrossFit community. Um, fast forward more, a few more years, uh, I found myself here in Charleston, um, and randomly, uh, <laughs> there's backstory to this, but I was eating, uh, pizza in a parking lot in my car at a pizza hut next to old, old integrity. And that's what most nutritionists yeah, do, I think. Yeah, for sure. This they don't like, tell anybody. This is like way before, like, Pizza hut yeah. pizza, all those <laughs> so, personal pan pizzas. Are there still pizza huts so around? Pizza hut had a grilled cheese crust pizza, which was like limited time, and it was amazing well, and that was my it's like business. the mcrib it oh only made an appearance like it once was you... so good i've never heard of that oh my god well if they bring it back you gotta try it sure just let me know i love grilled thing. cheese i love pizza it's a good <laughs> yeah, mix perfect combination yep. so i went through a kind of a dark year yep. so to speak and um found myself doing this weekly like go get this pizza sit in my car finish pizza go home and it was just my weekly thing okay and this pizza was right next door to integrity and one day i saw these people just running like you know how crossfitters i remember that it's it's still like isn't it like a half pizza hut no it's like a half taco taco place pizza hut yeah Yeah. it was just it was just not good it was not a good parking lot i wonder if that's still around yeah yeah. oh no it is i've driven by and i'm like okay pizza i see you but no not happening right right Dark years past yeah, me. This yeah. is gone. Yeah. So saw these people running and I'm like, dang, those people look really fit. Yes, they're struggling, but oh man, like I want to be doing something like that. And like literally my thought process was like, hey, those are people that are running as a group. I bet you that's CrossFit. I used to do CrossFit. Hey, I haven't done CrossFit in a while. I should do CrossFit. I miss CrossFit. Okay. Literally took out my phone, Googled this place. Yep. Yeah. Emailed the owner literally the next morning, got an email back and was like, hey, try out a free week. And I was like, okay. So that next day, tried out my first workout. I remember everyone who was in the gym. I remember the workout. I remember everything that was said to me. And I was like, no, this is right. Like, I need this. Yeah. And then 
moved from old integrity to like the new location and then um got really 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 close with shannon and donnie um so when they did their branch off they were like hey like we need you to come with us we want you to be a coach we think this will be super good for you um and again like they were there i you know i went through this period of like a lot of change a lot of like just unknown and mm-hmm. they kind of just were like it doesn't make sense to you right now but this is what you're doing you're going to be a coach you're coming with us like this will be good for you and i was just like okay and then got my l1 and i started coaching and i was like okay this is scary but i like this yeah and then just from there just branched out into more and more classes and more and more confidence and um then i've always had this hobby so to speak with with nutrition um so people you know through time figure that out and would come up to me for advice and you know i'd always be talking about nutrition and health mm-hmm. and wellness and then shannon was like hey like why don't we run with this like you love this, this is your passion like why don't you make this a thing i was like no one's going to be into that. Like, right. who cares about nutrition and wellness? Like, whatever. <laughs> so she's like... No, no it's everything in yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, no one's going to want to, you know, do a separate... They just want to lift heavy yeah. and they just want to crush themselves and yeah. suffer. Like, oh, exactly. actually not. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So she was like, okay, well, we're going to have a wellness day and I want you to talk about food and just say, hey, like, I'm gonna, you're going to start doing this nutrition and wellness coaching if anyone's interested. And, you know, and in my mind, I'm like okay, I don't know where this is going. If I get maybe, like, three or five people to, like, sign up and work with me, like, a few months, like, that'd be cool. Uh, Yeah. Like, last month I had 28 people that I worked with. That's awesome. Look at you. Yeah. I'm just like, holy cow. Like, there is a need for this. Like, people want this. This is, like, the missing link. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just exercise. Like, you need more than exercise. Like, CrossFit or whatever exercise you do is just an hour a day. It's everything else that yeah. you do in those 23 hours that really, like, defines, like, health. Yeah. So. Yeah, we draw, like, a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid, I have sleep. And then comes nutrition. Then comes kind of stress management. And, like, then comes training. It's yeah. like, let's probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like what you said. I like that you put sleep first. You know, you're sleep first. Bottom yeah, first. you can't do anything oh, unless okay. you sleep well. You're 100%. Oh, I like it. Yeah. But see, people, like, they underestimate sleep. Yeah. You know, they could be doing everything right, but, like, if they're not sleeping, then, like, they won't see the results that they need. So I like that you put sleep yeah. on the bottom. Yeah. That's, so, uh... I, I like it. I mean, you pretty much know that if you're sleep-deprived, you're put, leaving so many things on the table. And yeah. if you're not prioritizing that first, then, yeah, you're just leaving a good percentage of your performance and your health and wellness or whatever. Yeah. You know, out yeah. there. It's like, I why agree. are we not focusing on And then, yeah, yeah nutrition. And then it yeah. comes, you know, stress management. And then finally comes movement, you know, training or whatever yeah. you, you want to put that bucket into. Yeah. So, okay, so... The coaching stuff makes sense. CrossFit makes makes sense. I mean, I love, just by the way, two things that you said, and I want to just talk about, is one, let's not call it luck, but it's really cool when just things kind of serendipitously happen, right? Yeah. It just seems like, you know, you kind of see something, you're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try that. You know, yeah. and you have Donnie and Shannon really kind of pushing you, and just like, oh, okay, I'll do that, because... Yeah you kind of have to live outside of your comfort zone. And obviously you don't mind being out of your comfort zone, maybe physically. Yeah. Right? And I really <laughs> like that about CrossFit. Yeah. And it can translate a lot of times for a lot of people, which I like. It Maybe it has for you, maybe it hasn't. Um, getting out of your comfort zone 
professionally or emotionally or mentally or whatever mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier for me to do something that may be emotionally uncomfortable when I've just, you know, suffered for yeah. a 10 minute workout. You <laughs> know what I mean? Thruster ladder. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, it can't be worse than a burpee thruster ladder. Right. And so it's like, um, it's cool that you've just kind of done that and just kind of taken every opportunity that's presented to you where a lot of people yeah. maybe wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, they kind of be like, Oh no, I, I don't like, I don't have time for nutrition coaching right now. I don't really want to take any clients or why am I qualified? Or I'm sure you have a bunch of self-talk like that. Like yeah. everybody does. Oh yeah. You know, I'm it's just normal. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, okay, I'll take three of them. Like what's, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I can yeah. actually help people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. 26 <laughs> people need my help. It's like, okay, yeah. maybe I do have something here. The other thing too is just, I think with any community, CrossFit or tennis or soccer, people like to have somebody who also does what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So like our practice, you know, a big foundation, I probably could never thank CrossFit or, or, or Robert, who's, you know, whose space we were in and CrossFit Discovery Enough is just, you know, if you're part of that community and you're able to serve that community with your skill set, it's like, you can just go really far just yeah. with that. You know, oh, it's yeah. a great base, Yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm so grateful for Shannon and Donnie. Granted, there are days where I'm sure they want to strangle me, but yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, I can't predict the future. Could this have happened without them? Possibly. Right. But, I mean, like, I don't want to think about stuff like that. Like, I, like you said. You give an opportunity. I, and I've given it. Let's, let's take it. You know, whether, whatever you want to call that. The yeah. universe aligning. Like. Whatever. Religious, yeah. whatever. Like, my mm -hmm. universe aligned. And that's how everything kind of, my yep. dots connected. So. So, how did you get even, we kind of glazed over that, so I want to focus on how'd you even get into like thinking about nutrition? Like you just did stuff on your own, or you did yeah. a bunch of research, or just like, you know, where did that come from? That yeah, passion for it. So, you know, growing up at you know as a swimmer, like so having that background of you know a, a sport, mm -hmm. um, clearly like you work harder, you eat more. So, I, uh, you know, food for me, you know, especially as a swimmer, I used to swim two hours in the morning, three hours at night, every day. Saturdays was just yeah. straight three hours. Sunday was my rest day. And, like, that was my routine. So, like, obviously... You're eating like, a lot of calories. So then. many calories. It's like, I forgot what, like, what the Michael Phelps thing <laughs> oh, gosh, was, but yeah. it was, like, an insane amount yeah, of calories. Yeah, like, people like, are like, that's insane, but I'm like, no, that's real. <laughs> yeah. Just, when you're burning that many calories, so you need to... Food. Yeah. Food is, yeah, yeah. Just fueling those workouts, basically. Yeah. So eating, you know, you know, food just became life. Like it was just the normal. And then I noticed, you know, like, oh, okay, when I eat this food, I don't feel good. When I eat like this, I feel better. When I eat this, like I'm in the bathroom all day. Like, so just kind of like uh, an unconscious or subconscious awareness of like what I was doing. Um, and it was like, oh man, well, okay, well, I'm not going to eat that anymore. And I'm going to pay attention to this. And okay, well, I wonder if, if I eat this, will I feel the same way this way? So it was like self-discovery of like actually just taking a step back, which is hard for some people and like saying like, okay, what's going on with me right now? Like, why don't I feel good right now? Why do I feel better when I do this? Um, so it was kind of luck, universe, yeah. like whatever well, I mean, you want to yeah. call it. Subconscious, like, I think yeah. was a good way to put it. You just kind of were like, Hey, just connecting the dots on a yeah. subconscious level, these things make sense. And, yeah. And hopefully, yeah, subconsciously going way next. This way instead of that way. Yeah. Like, we've had a few nutritionists here, and, like, a common theme is, which, like, I just can't, I'll say it a thousand times on this podcast, being aware mm -hmm. of how you feel and, like, what you're eating, just the, the bottom line of, like, 
being present and aware of how you're feeling and how food makes you feel afterwards yeah. is cannot be understated. Like if yeah. you just did that, you probably would eat 1,000 times better. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. You know, I don't feel great after I eat like a Chick-fil-A and then a milkshake. Like no. I don't feel great. It's worth it sometimes, but I understand that's how I feel afterwards. And yeah. I'm not going to do that on a regular basis because I understand that that the, would make me feel bad. Feel like crap or feel good? Yeah. I'm going to make feel good. Yeah. No, absolutely. Not, you know, 99% of the time, if we just made good food choices, that yeah. would, you know, be a, a lot, lot better. Of- Issues would clear up, so to speak. Yeah, 100%. And I was thinking about this the other day, and maybe you can help me clear this up. But I think for, like, let's just call it the regular person, Mm -hmm. there's really this evolution that happens. Like, people don't go from, you know, whatever, the food pyramid, what they were taught in school, which is, like, has its own issues, right? Mm -hmm. And getting to the point where they're aware and they're thinking about food in a different way and they're thinking about nutrition and lifestyle change. Like, I don't think you make that giant leap all the way over to that. (laughs) There's kind of this like evolution. And you probably notice that yourself too. And I'm semi-obsessed with how to get people as quickly as possible all the way to the other side of the evolution, right? They kind of need to be aware. Like, I've also made multiple steps. You know what I mean? Like in the beginning, I did this Body for Life program. It's the first time I was like protein shakes and it was... Um, it wasn't actually wasn't that bad. It was like, you know, cottage cheese and apples and it just, you know, it was, very, it was actually pretty darn clean, but you ate like six times in a day. Remember yeah. when that was the cool thing yeah. to do, yeah. you know? And then it's like, I did, you do paleo and then you just kind of like yeah. make this evolution to oh, this works. This does. Yeah. That sounds good. Let me try that. Yeah. And it's almost with anything. And now you kind of know that like you, the answer really is it depends. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like that's always just like my blanket <laughs> answer for everything now because like it depends. I need to learn way more about you and what's going on with you before oh, I can yeah. really answer what is, you know, yeah. which is sometimes annoying for people. Yeah. So, no, just tell me what to do. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you don't learn anything. Like everything's so personalized. Like what's going to work for you is not going to work for me and vice versa, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think people, they just, they're, they're like, no, 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 that works for them. Like, look how they look. I want to look like that. I want to do exactly what they're doing. And it's like, but you are you, they're them. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we figure out what works for you? That way you'll get like the best results for you. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, we kind of went on a tangent. No, but let's, yeah, no, let's, let's circle back. So you um, were a swimmer. You kind of started being more aware of your nutrition, mm-hmm. focused on what what you knew felt good, you know, and, and fueled your body and stuff didn't. So I'm going to stop there. I'm sure there's more yeah. going forward. So keep going. Yeah, I mean... Um, I, as a female in this day and age, especially as an athlete, you struggle with body issues and, you know, like your mental capacity. So, you know, I, you know, I had eating disorders, you know, starving, binging, starving, binging, mm-hmm. you know, the typical, I mean, it's more common than people think. We, we just kind of brush it under the rug and between being an athlete and, and, and trying to learn more about my body and, and knowing that there was some type of mental hump that I had to get over with food it just morphed into a hobby obsession if that makes any sense I'm like okay well clearly I have these quote-unquote issues with food you know I like to know what works for me and what doesn't I clearly have um you know binge issues and starvation issues like let me get to the bottom of this let let me look into food let me figure myself out um, it was it was a lot of you know self discovery and food discovery and then trial and error lots of trial and error of, of this works this doesn't let me try this try that like you said this this crazy path in between mm-hmm. from where I started to like now um, and just basically learning with 
being, you know, forgiving to myself of, okay, if this doesn't work, it's fine. We'll figure it out. And, and just keeping that mindset through that path of, let me just learn what I can, figure out what works for me, and knowing that, like, I'll get there. It's fine. It may not be pretty, but I just was so determined to just know the ins and outs of food and my body and how food is fuel. And if I have these goals, like, food has to become my best friend and kind of just self-work through all of that and, like, self-education, I guess, because I didn't go to school for any of this, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just this self-determination obsession I guess you would call it um of I want to know everything and why and then why it works for me and how to make it work for somebody else and I mean that's I guess that's yeah no that's good yeah Yeah, I mean that's the thing with okay so you didn't go to school for it for this that's you know obviously (laughs) totally fine because the science behind food and nutrition (laughs) like a changes all the time yeah and sometimes I think for a lot of people, this is just, this is purely personal for everybody out there, but like when somebody, and it's just sometimes, not a blanket statement, they have the science behind it. The science is still very, very much behind where we actually need to be. Like mm-hmm. even in the physical therapy, the research typically takes about 10 years yeah. to come out before it becomes more like common knowledge, mm-hmm. um, even for not common knowledge, not even common knowledge for the public, common knowledge for the practitioners. Yeah. So it's almost like better sometimes to not be, yeah. especially in the health and wellness world, to not be necessarily like purely educated because sometimes that can be a hurdle. Yeah. You still need to have like basic be knowledge basic, yeah. of like what the calorie is <laughs> yeah. and like, you know, what's a, you know. All, all that goes in with that. But yeah. yeah, I think it's sometimes even almost a better thing to not have that background yeah. um, because things are so individualistic. Yeah, I agree. Not that having that background is bad. Um, right. I do want to preface that. Like, I'm not trying to put down yeah, same any, here. any practitioners that go to school. Like, that's freaking awesome. Like, go for it. But like you said, like, you know, however many years ago, like, if you ate eggs, like, you're going to have horrible cholesterol and they're bad for you. And, like, low fat is, ba- is, is bad for you. Low carb is good for you. Is, Let's now, be honest, we still don't know yeah, that stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. There's still, like, you know, what the hell? Fat, like, you know, sugar's bad. Yeah. Fat is bad. Like, wh- wh- how do you decide what's Yeah, but what's it's right. going through that trial and error and saying, no, you mm-hmm. know what? Like, this actually works for me and that is okay. Right. And I'm going to stick to this. And yeah. what works for those people over there could be something totally 180 different. And right. that is also okay. Right. And that's the bottom line. We just don't understand the science yet. Yeah. You know, if we understood it then we would, you know, be able to eliminate so much obesity and, (laughs) you know what I mean? And all these metabolic diseases. (laughs) It's okay. It's the same thing. Again, make analogies to what we do. If we understood pain and injury, like 100%, great. I would, I know I would have no problem capturing every (laughs) single bird. Be like, Hey, come on in. I can, I I can fix you. I know the exact formula, but the body will never, you know, I don't think so ever work like that. You know, we're just not robots. We're not cars. You don't just put fuel in and then it goes. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's, yeah, it's not constant. Yeah. I don't know if I want constant, though. Like, I want yeah. change. Like, I want to, pro- you know, progress and grow and learn and be yeah. like, oh, crap. Okay, let me try this. Yeah. I mean, tell me what you think of this. Like, the body, <laughs> and I'm still trying to find the best um, analogy for it, but the body being an ecosystem, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you kind of have planet Earth. It's got yeah. rivers, trees, whatever. And if you kind of mess with the ecosystem, things kind of fall apart and mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of in, a certain amount of out and like keeping all that stuff in balance. So it's like, yeah. that's, that's, I don't know. That's, I just try- that's health right there. Yeah. But yeah. it's like so hard, even for me, as I say that out loud to kind yeah. of conceptualize <laughs> the human body being, you know, an ecosystem more than just like, but know, it is. Like, I don't know if you've researched, like looked into anything like the, you know, your microbiome, like 
there's it's gut microbiome like everything like it's yeah. all connected like yeah. it is an ecosystem and we don't you know we I don't think we're there yet with fully understanding, like, right. looking at it in that kind of, like, view. Yeah, Dane said this the other day, and I didn't really look it up, but I believe him. He's, you know, he's kind of a nerd. But um, <laughs> he said, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's, like, 80% or some, something mind-blowing that, like, is not our own cells, mm-hmm. right? Like, our yeah. body is not even, like, our own. No. But there's all these other things yeah, that aren't even... Serious. Yeah, All this other stuff. All yeah. this other stuff that's like, yeah. oh, that's kind of like freaky yeah. to think about. It makes me think of like Men in Black. Do you remember those movies? Like at yeah. the end when they like, all those aliens were playing marbles and we were just like mar- like a galaxy within these marbles that these giant like aliens were playing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it makes me think of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah we're all just puppets in yeah. this, yeah, this huge thing. But we don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, the other thing I wanted to kind of circle back to and, and share as much as you are totally comfortable with, but I think it's important to talk about. I mean, we have two, you know, uh, women's health focused PTs, Mm -hmm. as well as Mesa within the box, who's obviously a woman as well, and and focuses on that as well, through more through training. But, you know, when you deal with these mental hurdles, Mm -hmm. you know, and body image, and like you said, like, Maybe you can share a little bit how you got past that, like yeah. mental, like what was the mental hurdle specifically? I'm sure it's a complex answer, but yeah. like, you know, I think sharing that for some people maybe listening, they can be like, oh, okay, I can yeah. relate to that. And this is how I got past that. Yeah. You know, I can't relate as much, you know. I mean, you can, but you're not a woman, but you can relate to the mental Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We have some of yeah. that stuff as well, but. Yes. Um, for the record, guys, guys can have mental blocks too. Sure. No, absolutely. I mean, it's different, <laughs> yeah. but the same, same kind it's of thing. It's just getting them to admit it out loud and ask for help is the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you know, they definitely do research on that. And women are much easier to ask for yeah. help than men are. It's just, yeah. you know, part of it. So, but yeah, anyway, let us, uh, yeah. if you don't mind sharing. No. Well, it's funny that you, you know, you bring that up. It's because like when I first started, when Shannon brought this idea to the table, she was like, oh, nutrition, like people, you know, need to, they need to eat healthier. And I was like, okay, boom, nutrition, like one track mind, like nutrition. And with this influx of people like asking for help, like nutrition is mental, period. Like, and I don't care who you are, I will debate it until the cows come home. It is mental. Um, what else would it be? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> people like, they're like, oh, it's, it's food, just eat food. But it's like, there's so much that goes into it. You know, we live in a society where billboards tell us how to look. Make it not. Yeah, we totally had a blip in the... I didn't put my phone on airplane mode. So go back 10 seconds to what you were talking about. Can you remember exactly the flow you were on? Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it was along the lines of we live in a society where we have these stereotypes and these stigmas and you're told to look a certain way. You're told that if you don't look like the billboard model, then, you know, as a female, you are not feminine or you don't look the right way. Um, You know you know, with advertisement and marketing and commercials, it's look this way or else. Like the other day I was driving to Mount Pleasant and it was, there was a plastic surgery sign. It's like, be your best self, but get plastic surgery. And I'm like, what? wait, what? Like, how is that my best self? The cool sculpting yeah, and stuff like and that. Yeah, just like, wait. Yeah. Now, you know, we live in a society where it's like, there's, we're constantly told there's something wrong with us. And especially as a, you know, as a female, like I can speak for female. Sure. Um, it's, it's tough. It's, I mean, we're just constantly bombarded with look this way or you're not good enough. Right. And even if you decide not to listen to those things, like like you've talked about, even on a subconscious level, yeah. you're just it's fed these things. In your head. And a culturally, yeah. like, 
Like, yeah. ma- makeup. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Like, okay, like, you're ugly. Wear our makeup. It's yeah. like, no, you're never good enough. We're in a cyber. You're never good enough. Yeah. Work harder. Look like these games athletes. You know, work harder. Take this medicine. It'll make you look this way. Yeah, it's... You know? Oh, man, that's such a good rabbit hole. Because yeah. there's an analogy. Man, it's like analogy always for PT. Somehow I find <laughs> a way to do that. But, like, for us, for healthcare practitioners... It's always you're broken. Yeah. Like you're broken yeah. and only I can fix you. Yeah. Like if you do these things, like I'm the one and your body's going to work optimally. And like the only way to do it is to, is to, you know, come see me and I'll provide all these things. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, obviously that's not true. Yeah. You know, like what we try to do, like at Made to Move is try to say, all right, we educate and empower our yep. Our patients in order yeah. to get them to where I like they need to be. Empower, empower is such I a big word. Too. I'm still playing with yes. how to put that in a digital sense so Do people it. can understand. But um, yeah, as opposed to like, oh man, like you know, this is weak or or this needs to be fixed. Like, no, you don't need to be fixed. Yeah. Like, you just need to like, yeah. you know, work back towards your goal in a smart way. And I'm just gonna guide you. Yeah. You know, I'm your you know Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. or whatever. When I meet with people, they're like, oh, this was bad, bad, bad. And I'm like, nothing's bad. Right. You can just do better. Like, you can improve or you can upgrade. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's bad or good. It just is. And we're in like, but we're told this is good or this is bad, and it's. Yeah, dichotomy yeah. is just not the way to, yeah. It's like, no. There's gray, it's things okay. Things can be neutral, things can be gray, and that's yeah. fine. Right. So I think that mindset that we live in, and like you said, whether we are in that, like brainwashed into that, or trying to step out of that, like it's it's constantly thrown at us. So to say that nutrition is not mental, it's like, you know, we... What else could it be? I yeah. don't understand. yeah. It's, you know, when we, when we feel bad, we go to comfort food. When we feel good, we go celebrate, you know, um, everyone has like their sweet tooth, their cravings, their mm-hmm. go-to food. Um, some people binge, some people, you know, starve and, you know, food, it, when it comes down to it, it comes down to food. Food should be a celebration item. Like it should bring families together for cooking together and celebrating together. Um, and we've just put so many negative connotations and, and, and. I guess, stereotypes, vibes around food um, that I noticed that when I did start working with people, it was not just, hey, don't eat this, eat this, or let's Yeah, it's not that simple. Yeah. It's like, oh man, like I grew up in this, you know, in my household and I was the only, you know, child of five that was overweight and whether I wanted to admit it or not or my family admitted it or not, like I was the black sheep of the family and it was because of my weight. And I didn't know what to do, so I took it out on food, and food became my comfort. And this just carried on from somebody who's 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, and that's all they know. So I, most of the people that I do work with, it's, it's so there's so much mental health when we sit down that we talk about. And food is just a, a sliver of that. So I think... Um, People that are struggling with food in that aspect, nutrition in that aspect, it's like, okay, your next step is is go the mental health route. I think we live in a society where it's brushed under the, the, the rug. People don't want to talk about it. If you say you go to therapy, if you say you have a counselor, a therapist, psychologist, whatever, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Did you go through something bad? Right. Do you have PTSD? Like, And it's like, whoa, no. Some days, maybe I am struggling with something, but some mm-hmm. days I just want to bitch and moan to a stranger and just say words out into the universe, right. and that's okay. And that release is so cathartic, and it's like we undervalue our words and, and our thoughts and what's going on in our head, and sometimes you just need to sit with somebody and then and just work through stuff. Um, and yeah. that's, I, you know, for me, it's, that's 
stems from nutrition. Yeah, I'm sure we have a long way to go with that. Like being able to, yeah, view almost a, a therapist the same way you would view... Like a doctor, like a pediatrician. Like yeah, or a, or a CrossFit coach. Yeah. Like, like oh, it's Tuesday, I got my hour session, see you later, good luck, okay, good job, I'll tell you about when I get home. Like, why is yeah. that not a normal thing? It's like, okay, i got to take off work, okay, what lie can I say? Okay, I'm going to the doctor, I'll be yeah. home. Like, you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And, and I think because of us not wanting to talk about it, like, that's just another mental hurdle in itself. Like, just talk about it. Yeah. It makes it so much better, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> and the good thing is, multiple practitioners, let's call it, <clears throat> you know, a nutrition practitioner, we'll just throw you in that category, can be a bridge just like you said because even us as physical therapists we typically have to deal with some sort of mental barrier as well like oh i'm a runner yeah like i need to run 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 you know what i mean like well why do you need to run so hard i was like i need to be super fit why do you need to be super fit because like you know i was the I was always mm-hmm. the fit one. And if I'm not the fit one, what am I? What like, am oh, I? crap. Yeah. Like, uh, we probably need to work on that. Oh, yeah. You know, and so, because I can probably help you to heal your body, but if you keep running or running yourself in the ground, you're going to keep coming back, and at some point, things yeah. will break down. And What's next? Right. you got to yeah. find something bigger. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, my nutrition, you know, kept coaching kind of segued into, oh, man, like, I want to be a life coach. I want to be a health coach. Like, sure. I want to be that person that refers you out, that networks with people and knows, oh, man, you know what? This is way past what what I'm capable of, like, my, my scope of practice, so to speak. But I'm going to send you to the right person where mm-hmm. you can get next level yeah. work and help with. You know, someone, like you said, like if we figure out that like someone's coming in and they're, they're running too much and they're binging on food or they're starving themselves with food and then they're always injured, you know, like I wouldn't sit there and try to fix their injury. I'd be like, okay, we're going to work through this, you know, this mental aspect, but you need to go see made to move and you need to go get, you yeah. know, from a physical standpoint, you need to go get yourself together yeah. and we'll work on this here. That's why a network is so important because, yeah, yeah people aren't just going to ramble. Hey, just go look up somebody and yeah, go about it. Supposed they don't to, know what to do. Yeah, like, I oh, no, Erin, I know she's going to deal with these things. I'm yeah. going to call her and tell her what's going on, and we're all going to kind of work on this together. Yeah, yeah being, being able to have somebody from the, the mental side of things would be super helpful. And it's definitely becoming slowly more commonplace. I mean, think of, like, sports psychologists oh gosh, yeah. who work now with, like, upper-tier professionals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the big thing, the big draw for us as PTs and what I'm so passionate about. It's, like... Being more performance based, mm-hmm. and people can typically wrap their head around that. Yeah. More so, it's a little bit easier pill to swallow. It's like, oh, okay, like we're gonna work on getting you ten percent stronger yeah. and ten percent better. And to do that, we need to work on these issues, as opposed to like, oh, maybe I just need to work on these things so you don't end up crushing yourself yeah. in the yeah. end or Hurting become. Yourself. But yeah. it's but it's all the same at the yep. same point. It's all performance based. Like, I just want you to perform at your highest level and do that. Here's all the barriers. Let's pick one and work through it. Yeah. Let's pick this one. Let's work through it. Yeah. Let's pick this one. And that's, you know, big part of why I started the podcast too. It's like what I think does not happen or at least very rarely when it comes to healthcare. Like how many doctors are actually (laughs) discussing that? Like they just don't have the time and all the energy, whatever. We need to seek our own options out and that's totally fine. I think people should take responsibility for their own health and that, you know, but at the same time, not everybody may not have yeah. this information and may not know where even where to start. And yeah. they'll go to the doctor and they'll try to be like, hey, what do I do? I'm overweight. What happened? <laughs> like, what do I do? It's like, here's your pills. You'll be fine. Come uh, back. Yeah. Your that, eight minutes is up next. Right. And that's scary. <laughs> that's the right. We're not dealing with the root yeah. issue and it's just going to continue to, you know, yeah. spiral. Or, I mean, maybe the medicine gives them a window and then they finally find somebody and then they can deal with it. I mean, there's still, a, you know, I always have to 
you know, give myself the disclaimer that yeah. there's a time and place for it. But, oh, yeah. you know, 100%, it's overutilized. And, yeah. But, know, I mean, that's a rabbit hole. We can get down. Yeah. yeah. Just masking the problem. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's lots because of there's, it. like you were saying before, like, there's no incentive to be healthy. Absolutely not. That, yeah. For many, many, many reasons. Yeah. It's a big part of, you know, there's so many reasons that we do <laughs> stuff on a cash basis, but that's, that's one of them too. Yeah. It's like, Hey, guess what? You yeah. know, if you're paying nothing and you're going to see somebody, they're not incentivized and you're not incentivized yeah. to get them better. Yeah. But if you come pay me cash for physical therapy and you need to get better, guess what? You're incentivized you not to pay it. me again, you know, <laughs> and I'm incentivized to get you better because then you're going to tell other people about us, yep. you know? So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like, that just seems like a great way to do it. No brainer. Okay, there's one more thing I've got to talk about, and, yeah. and then we'll start with the Spitfire. Yeah. There's so many rabbit holes I want to go down. We, I'll come back. I'll come I'll back. I'll have to limit myself to these. But the other thing that makes it hard, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, it's the commercialization of healthcare and the commercialization of, of fitness even, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, you say, like, there's all these billboards and stuff because there's big money, mm -hmm. right? And and awesome. everybody wants kind to quick. Feeling, I know where you're going. Yeah, and there's a quick fix to kind of everything, even though it's you know not a long term solution. And a quick fix is a big difference between the two. And I'm trying again, same kind of messaging mm -hmm. we talked about before, trying to differentiate those two. Um, you know, like you said, the you know the billboards that you see, those are unfortunately just you know, taking advantage of people who think, oh, okay, I'll do this, and mm -hmm. it's going to fix my issue when it's not. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's similar. I guess in the healthcare world too, where it's like, okay, I'm going to fix my problem and I'm going to go, you know, cause we're incentivized unfortunately to, you know, to make money. And I don't love that, you yeah. know, and, and sorry, going to keep going. I don't no, want you to go, go but there's a new word that I love and it's called conscious capitalism. Okay. You ever heard that word? Nah, I mean, I've like, heard the words, but not together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not yeah. together. Right. So a good example is Tom's shoes. Okay. You remember Tom's shoes? Mm -hmm. So like they're, they're just shoes. Oh yeah. You know, and if okay. you bought a pair of shoes, yep. they would go. They're basically a, a for-profit, non-profit organization. Yeah. So we call that conscious capitalism. Like we want to make money, want to be profitable, yeah. but we want to do it in a, in a conscious way that is yeah. ethical and that makes sense. Yeah. So if we can, you know, we have to be moral and ethical, but we can also make money and be profitable at the same time. Oh, yeah. Those are not independent of each no. other. Yeah. There's always going to be people, unfortunately, trying to take advantage of people and make money and not provide an actual solution, but we can marry those two things together, yeah. which I'm kind of obsessed with and yeah. I think can be done. Yeah. You know, there's always room for that, and there's just, there's always going to be people who don't do that in any system. So Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that just boils down to integrity of having it or not. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, he, yeah. yeah. And I, he, I came from the personal training world in the sense of, like, I've, I've done some time with personal training in global gyms. Yeah. And it's like, you are that, you, those people are dollar signs. It's like, there's no incentive. Like, I don't, it's never, the model is get them healthy because you want them healthy. It's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. you want their money. And, and, I mean, that's just the world we live right, in. Like, right. all of it. Yeah. And it's a hard thing. We were talking last week. I talked to somebody who owns a gym here in town, and it was the same thing. Like his mindset first was, how do I get you to be the best version of yourself? How to get you as healthy, healthy as possible or strong as possible? Yeah. And like, how do you even find people like that? And how do you know when they're not like that? Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. But like little things, like if, if things weren't going well, he'd refer them out to another trainer. Yeah. That's like a really good way, I oh, think. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. who's I'm just not a good fit for you. I think this person would be like. Yep. You know, like even for us, like if they don't want to pay cash and they want to go to like, I'll rec make a recommendation tomorrow, yep. you know, or like maybe it is a big problem and they need to go see a surgeon. I'll make a recommendation tomorrow and that's totally okay. I'm not going to see you if 
I'm not a good fit for you at this yeah. time. You oh, know, yeah. Maybe later or maybe not. But yeah. And that's all, all those options are okay. Right. No, 100%. <laughs> all right. Ready for some Spitfire? Yes. Okay. What are you best at? Oh, no. Bam, I know, I know. <laughs> I am the best dog mom out there and oh. cat mom. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard that answer yet. Yes. Yeah. What do, you, uh, what do you struggle with? What do you suck at? Oh, man. Um, from a fitness room, like, whatever. perspective? Whatever. No. Uh, it's open-ended. Strict handstand push-ups. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. <laughs> this last workout was not for you, then. I got my first two ever in my life. Oh, really? Cool. On a Friday. So, and I'm done. I'm, that book is closed and right. done. It's, I'm like, I tried it, done it, never yeah. did it again. It's okay. I can say it. I didn't. couldn't get any in. Yeah. It was bad. Um, I did. I never done handstand. Strict handstand push-up. But I did one in the warm-up, so yeah. I was like, oh, good, oh, I can do one. But by the <laughs> end of that... <laughs> yeah, after the overhead lunges. After butt was on fire. Yeah, after that first step up. Was, oh, everybody's legs were like quivering. Yeah, like, it was better, but the first one was like, oh, my God. What like, have I done? Yeah, I had plenty of time. I just couldn't. I couldn't get it. Maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, what is the number one thing the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? Gotta pick one thing. One thing? That's so hard. I know. Ugh. Um, be more open um, with mental health. Okay. Yeah. That's Talk cool. Talk about it. Go see somebody for it. Like, make it a normal thing. Ooh, I like that. For sure. Yeah. That was yeah. definitely a good one. And then we totally forgot, but we'll do it now. What is your definition of a healthy person? Um, oh, man. I oh, know. Man. Right? Oh, like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. You know, you'd look it in the dictionary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you see a picture of? What does that person look like? What does that person feel like what are they doing you know because it's so personalized it's really hard um yeah. i do think that health is not like it's not following a diet template mm -hmm. it's not being a crossfitter i think it's literally encompassing every pillar of health whether you know mental health mindfulness nutrition movement sleep all of that every aspect of living um you know, of of health yeah. Um, you know, we, we just forget, you know, we're like, oh, I work harder. I'll sleep less and do more. And it's like, no, chill, right. <laughs> sleep, eat, move, be mindful, be in the moment, get off your phones, just go live life. And, and yeah. that's how you, that's health right there. Yeah. 100%. I mean, yeah. what I got from the whole, this whole talk was like the hunt, kind of when you're, maybe when your ecosystem is kind of in balance and that means your brain, that means your body, that means kind mm -hmm. of everything, if it's kind of all working together, then probably you're pretty healthy, right? Yeah. yeah. Not, something's not redlining while something else is suffering. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We did a made to move workout over at CrossFit Rhapsody where we all kind of competed. And the guy that won is the one that works out the least amount. Oh, of course. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> he's probably like the chillest, most laid back, yeah. like relaxed person. Yeah. Like, well, okay, he just, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do less to do more. Exactly. It's definitely, I could be reminded of that very often. I think all of us can. 100%. All right, that was good. Uh, just some fun ones. We'll throw them out there. Okay. Ready? Let's do it. What is your walkout song? My walkout song? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Hmm. That's a tough one. I'm, like, obsessed with uh, Dead Mouse's drama-free song right now. I don't, okay. I don't know if you, people are into, like, EDM music. I'm, I work out only to EDM. Oh, well, then I, like, you extra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can literally put that song on, like, repeat times 100. Okay, just, You're to, I've never heard that song, so I'll have to let, I'll, let me know. I'll share, yeah. I'll share that with you. Later, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Your favorite cartoon? 
Oh, SpongeBob, hands down. And I still watch it to this day. That's amazing. Don't judge, don't judge. You can learn so much from SpongeBob. Just put the dang show. <laughs> uh, last TV show you watched? SpongeBob. Nice. Bam. Last book you read? Oh, goodness. Um, I'm currently reading Eat, Love, Pray. Is that, did I get the order right of that? Of those I think so. Eat, Pray, Love, Eat, yeah. Love, Pray. E pray love. E pray love. E pray yes, love. Sounds yes. that just sounds. <laughs> just sounds better. Because I've heard it before. Yeah, that book. I'm currently in the middle of that right now. Yes. Um, what do you think of my wife? Just like gave it out to a bunch of people and she read it. Um, and I love the title because I can't say it normally. I'm like, yeah, girl, wash your face. That um, one. I've actually heard of it. There's yeah. like a book and a podcast too, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I she. Think I think podcast. she started as a. I don't remember. Vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Very I've, successful. I've. I haven't looked into it, but I've. Heard you need to check it out. Or good things. Yeah. So ask yes. my wife about it. She's yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, how can before we we're done? How can people find out more about you? Where they can they find you? Just kind of give them some places where they can yeah. go. Um, Instagram. My handle is green underscore nutrition underscore wellness. Um, Facebook just Aaron Green. Um, you can check out Iron Bridge's webpage. I'm on there. I do a strongman program on Sundays. Um, I do have a website that's not up and running. It's just there. It's soon to be up and running. Yeah. We'll link to it once yeah. it's up. I'll go back yeah. and link to it in the show notes. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, that's green-nw.com. Um, yeah, email address, erangreen3089 at gmail.com. Like, there you go. Message me, email me, come to the gym. Yeah, I'm a pretty open book, so cool. not intimidating at all. Just That's right. Super awkward and quirky. So. Yeah, if you like that, yeah. Yeah, you're in good hands. That's awesome. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. This yes. was fun. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. This was awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Wow. <laughs> Don't forget your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better health care and a healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes and maybe leave some comments. You can also check me out and us out at www.madetomovept.com. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening.